0: Thank you for joining us, NFL fans. Uh, my name is Wesley Coleman. I am with the Don't Patrol podcast here on Fans First Sports Network. I'm joined by Brian Anthony Davis with the Still Curtain Network. Um, and this is the big picture. Brian, how are you?
1: Doing great, Wesley. I hope you had a great holiday and uh, looking forward to a great new year, personally and in the NFL.
0: Yeah, it's a, a you know big week, obviously, for college football, but we are here to talk about NFL football today um, sandwiched in between, uh, your Christmas and your new year's. Um, I, I, you know, we've, we've had a lot of fluctuation this year with the playoff picture that we're going to discuss today. Um, I think that we have some, some takes that we were both right on and some tapes, takes that we were both wrong on, uh, including about our own teams. And, uh, uh, obviously as we get here in the last couple of weeks, there's still a few questions to be answered. Um, but I think we have a pretty good idea of where we're, where we're headed. So um, we are going to start this week. Um, we're going to start over in the NFC like we normally do. Um, and we're going to start with the NFC East, I believe. So, uh, um, Brian, did you watch any of the NFC East games this last week?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had a chance to watch uh, a little bit of everything. I I caught every single game, including the, uh, the Jets and Commanders. So, with the uh, Commanders not being in the equation, we don't even have to talk about them. The Christmas Day with the Giants and the Eagles was interesting, and I usually root against the Dolphins, so I was paying attention to the Cowboys. Every time I root for the Cowboys, they screw me in some kind of way.
0: Yeah, so a pretty interesting week with uh, – obviously the the Giants and the Commanders are are, are out of this. The Giants gave the Eagles some problems. Um, That was a um, very competitive game all the way through. The Eagles did end up pulling it out, Um, and then the Cowboys – the Cowboys just have not been the same team on the road this year. Um, only putting up 20 in Miami. Um, they look like a shell of themselves and kind of, uh, what we've talked about the last few weeks that Dallas probably blew their chance to keep control of this division, um, over some games they've lost, uh, including getting, you know, beaten up pretty bad by the bills and the Eagles have a really easy schedule to end this year with the giants, the Cardinals, and then the giants again. So the the Eagles are in first place. Um, I believe that the Eagles, they're not going to lose to the Cardinals and the Giants. Um, So it's going to be impossible for Dallas to overtake them um, for the division lead. Um, And then in Dallas, the questions with them is they're going to obviously go on the road. Record-wise, they might be a scary team, but they have not been the same team on the road this year. So somebody's going to host them and maybe have a little confidence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny how... The uh, confidence factor in each team has changed, especially with a three-game losing streak. But now with the Dallas Cowboys not being able to take care of business against teams like the 49ers early in the season, I believe that was week five, and then in the last two weeks against AFC East opponents, that just shows a whole heck of a lot. They are not as strong in our eyes as they were just even two or three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it's uh, obviously a lot of stuff going on in movement. And so um, I I don't know if either one of these teams are as good as their double-digit win totals, Um, but we'll we'll, we'll see what what that kind of leads to. Um, Hopping over to your um, area of expertise, the AFC East, we did just mention Miami, um, but we've got uh, officially the Jets and Patriots are both eliminated from playoff contention. So uh, what do you got going on with Miami and Buffalo?
1: Well, first of all, I'm rooting for the Patriots now just to win games, so they have a lower draft pick because it scares me if they get a Marvin Harrison Jr. or a Caleb Williams or something like that. So i have long-time Patriot hater. But with that being said, this is such an interesting division because the Bills are coming on strong. I expect them, even though they're playing a tougher schedule, I expect them to win games. It all comes down to how good Miami really is. You know, Miami has the Baltimore Ravens that look like there's no sign of them slowing down whatsoever. And, but Miami is one of those teams that's pretty good, but here's the thing. I just don't really think that they are going to go into Baltimore and win that game So I have to give the division to the Buffalo Bills right now.
0: It comes down to it. The two of them are going to play each other week 18. Um, Now, if the Ravens handle business and beat the Dolphins in Baltimore, we're going to just uh, chalk up that the Bills are going to be the Patriots. That sets up a week 18 showdown on January 7th. Bills and Dolphins in Miami. The last time they played each other, um, the Bills destroyed the Dolphins 48 to 20. And that's going to be for the division lead. And honestly, um, at that point, it's it's going to be for the number two seed. Um, Baltimore's going to wrap up the number one seed if they beat Miami. It's pretty pretty interesting uh, coming right down with the way that the Bills season has uh, has gone. Them being back in this position, I don't know if it's too surprising, but that's a scary team getting hot at just the right time.
1: Yeah, and they are really looking hot. They look like they've cleaned up the problems that they've had. So, I'm looking at them taking that head-to-head game now cuz I think they were on the brink of being out of the playoffs altogether and I think they've woken up from it. So, I'm going to go ahead against my better judgment and go Bills.
0: Makes makes perfect sense. I, I I can't disagree at all. Um I think we both said that last week. I'm going to stick with it. I think it's I think you're right. Heading back over to the NFC, we've got the NFC North. Um, now Minnesota and Green Bay are not eliminated um, from contention yet, both at seven and eight. Um, but Detroit has locked up um, the division with an eleven and four record right now. Um, and we've also got. Yep, you know, we're going to find out some things on Saturday night. I believe um, the Lions are going to Dallas to play the Cowboys, um, and then they're going to end the season with, uh, versus the Vikings the Cowboys are favored by five and a half right now over the 11-win Lions. And this could be an opportunity for the Lions to really make a statement and position themselves as um, a a possible favorite in the NFC or at least competition um, for the up-and-down 49ers, I'll say. Um, So uh, going into this one, I don't expect Minnesota or Green Bay, either one, to... um, get back into the 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 playoff picture. Um, just not to believe in either one of them. I think Detroit wraps this up. If Detroit can beat Dallas, it ends up becoming a story because then you're you're basically against them playing the Vikings, you're talking about a 13 win Detroit Lions team.
1: That is absolutely incredible to me. And the last game of that season would be in Detroit. If I'm not mistaken. Correct. So it confused me the other day with the uh, Vikings wearing white jerseys at home. That's where I I got all messed up during that game. But Detroit's a funny team because just when you think that they've turned the corner and they're great? Then they fall apart against a team like Chicago, who's still in it. But at six and nine, they're not in it. They're they're just not mathematically eliminated yet. But that'll probably come this week. But and then they lose a game on Thanksgiving Day to the Green Bay Packers, so you get really confused with them. But I think at the end of the day, they have things going, especially the uh, with rookies like Gibbs and Laporta. I I really like what they have with the rookies on defense as well. You know, Branch is making some noise. You've got Campbell there as well. They they are they had a really nice rookie class, and it's showing. I I really think that they can go ahead and put a stamp on this season by beating Dallas. And that will, that would be a 100% authentic stamp if they beat Dallas.
0: For sure. Um, some interesting things though, with we'll see where we come out with seeding in the NFC. We're going to have a couple of 12 and 13 win teams. Possibly let's uh, we'll see where that, that ends up coming out and will the best team actually be the number one seed? I don't know. Now, heading over to your division, the AFC North. I'll I'll just leave it there. Tell me what you got going on with AFC North today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it it just pains me to say that the Ravens are for real, but the Ravens are for real. And if you didn't see that on Christmas night, then I I don't know what you were watching. And it it just kills me, like I said. But the Ravens at 12-3, and I have a feeling that, like I talked about earlier when we were talking about the AFC East, I have a feeling that they are going to be no problem to win that game, which means that they would be 13 and three going into the uh, final week of the season.
0: So they won't, they won't have to, they they could ever have everybody take potentially up. I mean, seem like three weeks off two, week, yes. two weeks of games off.
1: That's why I am encouraging Pittsburgh Steelers fans at the steel curtain network to, root for the Baltimore Ravens like I had them root for them against the 49ers on Christmas night and how I'm having them root for the Dolphins because hold on last game of the season yes
0: hold on There's 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 only there's only two things you could be rooting for one is for the Steelers to get the best draft pick possible or if you're if you're wanting the Ravens to lock this up you're wanting them to rest their starter so the Steelers win you're still saying the Steelers can get in the playoffs
1: yeah, I actually am. That's what we're
0: pulling for? And you want that? <laughs> yeah. I, Mason, Mason Rudolph
1: leading the Steelers to the promised land. You know what? It's crazier things have happened. We'll talk That's about right. that more when we talk about the Seahawks being a weird team. Yep. But if they get through the Seahawks, then really, all they have to do is really win out. Yep. And it's not, they still need some help, but they're going to get help when, the Colts and the Texans face each other. They're probably going to get help with the Jaguars uh, not uh, winning out, and they're get, they're going to get help here and there in this whole thing. So they look like a seven seed to me right now. Yeah, I think um,
0: for sure if the if the Ravens beat the Dolphins, like we both think they will. Um, I don't think Malik Cunningham is beating the Steelers with a bunch of backup Ravens. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I would agree with that. That's so there's still, there's still, we're, we've got, we've got hope. I'm going to see if, uh, if we get, to, when we get to the end, where this is going to match up, obviously Cleveland, Cleveland's in the playoffs. Like I don't, Cleveland's. there's no way to, no way to leave them out. They play the jets and they play the Bengals. They're going to be an 11 or 12 win team,
1: which, which, is, crazy,
0: which is crazy. Um, with Joe Flacco at quarterback, um, and uh, yeah, I mean it's just, it, it, it's it's kind of coming out. And yep, we'll see we'll see if uh, if Pittsburgh uh, actually you get predicted that they're if you're hoping they're going to make it or do you think they're going to? We'll get to that.
1: I, I'm both, but we'll get. to that.
0: <laughs> Well, we are at the halfway point, so um, we are going to take a, a minute break to hear from some sponsors, and then we'll be back to finish off the second half of the NFL welcome back nfl fans we continue on the big picture here with the second half of the NFL schedule. Um, we've done the, the first half here with the first uh, four um, divisions. We will have four more to go, two in the NFC, two in the AFC. We are going to pick back up, Brian, with the NFC South, the, the lowly, lowly NFC South um, that uh, has been competitive for the wrong reasons um, this year. Um, and I'll just go ahead and say I, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this. I mean, obviously the Panthers are one of the worst teams I've ever seen in the NFL. Um, I think that this week uh, New Orleans goes New Orleans goes into Tampa Bay, loses to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers wrap up this uh, this division, um, and then uh, the Buccaneers it's going to be impossible in Week 18 for them to lose to the Panthers. So this is this is over. This uh, competitive. The vision that we've just said all year, somebody has to win it. I'll go a little bit further than that with respect right now to Tampa Bay, is that they're they're separating themselves as more than just the somebody has to win it. Um they did shellac the the Jaguars, they beat the Packers, um, uh, and then the Falcons the last three weeks, but they're on a four game winning streak. They could, they're potentially gonna be on a six game winning streak going into the playoffs. And regardless of the competition, that's an impressive feat um, Baker Mayfield's doing what he needs to do. Um, of uh, he's being a little bit more than a game manager, but this is a team that a team like the Cowboys who struggles on the road and who just lost in the state of Florida. What we're looking at is the Cowboys are going to go on the road and play in Tampa Bay. And that's an in, more interesting game than it, you probably think on the surface. Um, we're not, we're not doing playoff predictions yet of Who's going to win? But that's going to be your Week One of the playoffs, Wild Card Division, and I—that's not just the layup for the Cowboys.
1: No, that's a great game to watch, and I—I I am looking forward to it. Um, if that's what happens, it's funny about Tampa Bay because for some reason, if they don't win the division, I mean, they have eight wins right now. If they—even if they don't win the division—they're probably positioning themselves to at least be a seventh seed. Right, they've got wild card potential here because the rest of the conference is so weird.
0: For for sure, it's uh, it's it's crazy the way it's come out. I do think that they win the last two games, and uh, the Buccaneers with Baker Mayfield are a, a ten, 10 win team. Is just how it's going to come out. Now heading over across back to the AFC, um, you know the AFC South. Just you know, this is becoming maybe the the the, the NFC South of the AFC with just it's like, again, it's somebody's got to win it at this point where we were kind of uh, excited uh, a month ago about Jacksonville and the Colts and the Texans and, man, a good team might come out of here. And is, is this becoming a somebody's going to win this and then somebody's going to get beat really bad at home by the rounds?
1: I really think that, and I, I am not believing – in the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars much anymore at all. But because of who they're playing, they play Carolina and then they finish out of Tennessee. I kind of expect them to win this division. They are right now leading the division at eight and seven and having tiebreakers over the Colts and Texans. The Colts and Texans have to play each other. So one of them is going to be at least an eight loss team. And the Colts and Texans have, some very interesting opponents this week. The Colts have you'll laugh at me, Wesley, because you always do when I say that the up and down Raiders are dangerous. And yeah,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny that
1: it's in Vegas. And you saw the Colts lose to a lowly Atlanta team. And I consider them lowly. Yeah, they are. And so I I'm actually saying that I think the Colts and Texans could both be out of the playoffs.
0: Wow. So I think that I think the Texans beat the Titans this week. That's a game in Houston. And then, like you said, week 18 Texans and Colts playing each other. If the Texans can beat the Colts, the Texans are a 10 win team. But I could just see it perfectly happening that they both lose this week and then the wrong one loses. To, you just never know. It's a it's it's kind of kind of a mess there. But um, I agree with you that the Jaguars are the Jaguars are going to be a 10 win team by default um just because i mean I, I don't see how they're not going to lose the panthers and uh, they're probably not going to lose the titans so um it's, it kind of does become their their division of course we've seen that nothing is promised um to any of these teams anymore
1: no it, it really isn't i'm getting back to uh I, i'm not really spoiling the uh whole wild card thing right here but i guess i am i think this is a one playoff division
0: so sounds good i i i not disagreeing with you at all and um again i think it's going to be a a very uh, a not so good 10 win team um taking a playoff game there all right now heading back over the nfc west um you know this is a uh, there's there's more interest in this division than than a lot of others um and the debate we've had for a while and what i predicted last week is there's three playoff teams in this division um arizona cardinals looking like they're gonna have the number two pick and you got Seattle and the Rams both at 8 and 7 and then San Francisco with with 11 wins um San Francisco I it's going to come down to what's going to happen um the the last week of the season against the Rams so i think that the 49ers are going to beat the commanders that's going to give them a 12 12 wins but after this loss that they just had to the Ravens and after a few of their other losses the 49ers are not going to be in a position to rest their starters Um, and there's going to be a really interesting Week 18 game with the Rams and the 49ers where that may be the Rams fighting for their playoff life. The Rams may already have the seventh seed locked up to where they they can actually rest. There could be a crazy scenario where the 49ers are having to play for the number one seed or for seeding while the Rams are resting their starters to be healthy for the wild card.
1: And they could have a rematch the very
0: next week. You never know. And it could turn right around. And the, the Rams and 49ers played each other earlier this year. And the Rams, for three quarters of the game, for most of the game, were, were the they look like the better team. they were in position to win. They were just a, a play away from um, pulling away. Um, and and they, they couldn't get the job done. Um, the Rams are playing really well right now. They are not a team that you want to see on your schedule. Um, they lost an overtime. I mean, the, what the Rams have done recently? Obviously, um, they they beat the Seahawks, beat the Cardinals, they beat the Browns pretty bad. They scored 36 on the Browns, which are a scary defense. They went into overtime against the Ravens. Actually, were in position to win that game. Lost an overtime, and then now they've beaten the Commanders and Saints, and they're fixing to beat up on the Giants. The Rams are getting hot and doing things right at the right time, and this may not be even if the 49ers trying even the Rams trying this may not be such a cut and dry um, game um, I, I'm not sure if the, the, the Rams can can maybe upset upset anybody but this is the 49ers division they're going to get their 12th win of the, the year um, coming up and then uh, we'll have a prediction later on the where they're going to finish with the, the first second or third seed
1: the only thing that I think could be interesting is what if the Rams could just pull off two straight victories and Dallas loses out you know it's a I doubt it with Dallas but what if that happens and the Rams are the number five seed and they playing <laughs> Tampa Bay you you never know it, it could get crazy I doubt it but yeah that's a Lloyd Christmas type of thing you know <laughs> you say there's a chance so um I, I like what you're saying here I kind of like the fact that uh the West could possibly have three teams in there, but I'm rooting against Seattle just because uh, I'm selfish.
0: For sure. makes sense. Now um, we're going to end with the AFC West. Um, Obviously you got the, the chargers that are just in total, you know, influx of what we, we don't know what's going on. We'll see what they're going to bring in. Um, Denver has decided they are going to bench Russell Wilson for Jarrett Stidham for the last two games of the year. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that um, eliminates uh, the Broncos from fighting their way back into the discussion, um, even though they are playing the Chargers and Raiders. And then you do have the Raiders at seven and eight and the Kansas City Chiefs at nine and six Raiders just pulled up the big upset that everybody, including Taylor Swift, was watching. Um, what do you, what do you think about the AFC West? Is it, uh, that Kansas city has not locked up the division officially yet. They end the season for the Bengals and chargers.
1: I do not expect, actually, I expected to get interesting, but there's no way I expect Kansas city to lose out, but I do expect the Raiders to win out for who they're playing. Yep, I I think the Colts are on a downturn and and definitely Denver's phoned it in. De- Denver folded up the tents. That's that's what the Jarrett Stidham Russ Wilson thing says to me. I don't know what is going on with uh, your old coach there, Peyton. I mean, as was coaching like uh, little leaguers or like junior high players, did that affect his brain? I don't know.
0: No, he, he wants to put his people in. Russ is not his guy. And honestly, um, the cap implications of getting rid of Russ and having to eat that $85 million over the next two years, I mean, it buys Peyton the three other guaranteed years on his contract. Um, he's not going anywhere, but like it just it gives him time to do what he wants and put his players in place. Russ is not his guy.
1: Well, it's making my brain hurt because now people are saying that Russ is a candidate for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'm thinking – hey, I've,
0: I've seen it a lot, Brian. I've seen it a lot.
1: I don't know if that's going to happen, but it, it, it would shake things up and give us something to talk about at the Steel Curtain Network.
0: And, and just to finish that, you know, Russell Wilson, if another team – the, the big rumor is that he's probably – he's going to probably have some hard feelings about this, and he's going to sign a veteran minimum deal somewhere – Because basically whatever he gets paid by a new team is offset from the Broncos. So him signing the smallest deal possible screws, the Broncos the most. So the rumor is that he's going to go somewhere and sign a minimum deal. He's still going to get all of his money. Um, And regardless of, I don't think Russell Wilson is good anymore. I think he's better than Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett right now. So I could see people being talked into it. If you have everything else, but you just need a quarterback who doesn't completely lose the game for you.
1: Even though this is the big picture, wouldn't it be saucy if he went to the Raiders?
0: <laughs> I mean, any any of it would be great. I'm I'm yeah, just keep just keep working through that the West Coast there.
1: Yeah, the Chiefs are going to uh they're going to win this division. I don't expect the Raiders to get in and le- they they're not going to get in as a wild card. That's just impossible. Yep. But they they could get in and win that division, but that would be uh, that would be major. That mean the the loss angeles chargers would have to rise up and beat the chiefs the chiefs are not the same team especially with a bad receiving crew that was an embarrassment on christmas day they're not i don't think they are a super bowl contender right now but they should win that division
0: yeah just finishing with the raiders i um think antonio pierce has um got those guys motivated and willing to do anything for him um uh it's kind of become popular opinion to say out loud that Um, you have to give him the job because he has earned the job Um, I can't disagree with that what he's gotten out of them Um, I think he will get hired and I think it's a really bad idea to hire him because I think that maybe his best quality is the motivation I'm not sure what he's got on the X's and O's to actually make people better execution wise versus try hard Um, so we'll see I'd love to be wrong about that I like Antonio Pierce don't like the Raiders but be uh, be interesting to see what happens
1: i was never a raider fan but now that i produce some of their shows here at fans first sports network i've learned a lot about them and they are loving ap right now they should but with that being said you know it's going to be interesting to see what happens in 2024 but we've got a whole lot of 2023 to go wesley
0: we do so uh go back over the nfc so i'm going to give you my my seeds of what we're going to um get here um I think that there's a path to the, um, lions. I mean, the lions 49ers and Philadelphia are all, um, potentially 13 win teams. Um, if the lions can beat the Cowboys in Dallas, that's going to be, they're going to have the one, the hardest game of any of those, um, for the sake of this, um, I do think the lions are going to beat them, but for the sake of this, I'm going to not favor the lions in that, um, I think that when this is all said and done, the Eagles are going to end up being the number one seed, and I don't think they're the best team out of these three. They just have the easiest path to 13 wins. They're going to beat the Cardinals. They're going to beat the Giants. Um, The 49ers are going to struggle in Week 18 with the Rams, and the Lions are going to potentially have a tough game against the Cowboys. Um, I'm going to right now um, have the Philadelphia Eagles as my number one seed. The Detroit Lions as my number two seed, and the 49ers falling down to the three seed, and they're going to lose to the, the Rams in the in week 18 to finish off that season. Um, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the four seed, the Cowboys as the five going to visit them, and then Rams and Seahawks as the six and seven finishing off the uh the divisions. That would still put us with having the Rams going to the 49ers in week one of the playoffs and the uh seahawks going to detroit
1: you know what i am fully on board i endorse that as well uh i don't think i could have said it better that's uh that seems like a really good set there
0: i like the we chaos from it too
1: yeah <laughs> let's look at the afc baltimore they're in they're yep. penciling them in for the buy um they do have some injury problems so that would actually help them out a good bit your number 2 seed, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Got to. And which means it's going to be very interesting for me because of where I'm going next. But let's finish this off. Kansas City at number 3, Jacksonville at number 4. Jacksonville will host the Cleveland Browns, which are becoming very dangerous Joe Flacco or not.
0: At yeah, number 6-5 with Miami going all the way down to 6.
1: I just screwed that up. Thank you for helping me out with that. Yep. Um yeah, it's go scratch all that because yeah, Miami is no- the uh, your number 5 team. Yep. Um Cleveland at number 6, Cleveland and Kansas City, that's really interesting to me now. Mm-hmm. And then I, I know I I preached not being a homer, but <laughs> I think it's going to work out for the give Steelers. It, give
0: it give it to us.
1: It's going to work out for the Steelers. They're going to Buffalo in the playoffs.
0: It's a nice cold weather game, and we're going to see who can uh, run the ball and tackle on defense in, the, in potentially some really bad weather in Buffalo.
1: Yep, uh, they probably won't advance, but they're going to get to the dance. Yep.
0: Well, thank you, Brian. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us and listening. Um, uh, Brian, can you tell us uh, how can they find you on social media or Twitter if they want to interact?
1: All right, you can check us out at Fans First SN and also at steel c network sn and then don't forget about uh if you want to get a hold of me personally i'm at steel curtain bad on twitter and uh, you know just check us all out there uh we appreciate all everything that all of you do to uh find us and check us out we can't do these shows without you
0: and i am uh, covering the new orleans saints on the dome patrol podcast you can find us on twitter x at at dome patrol pcast and my personal twitter is at hoodat wesley 13 um, have a happy new year and be safe and we will see you in 2024
1: all right thanks wesley